Welcome to the Mosh Pit. I'm your host, Wes Everett. I am here with Ultimatum. I'm here with three band members today. Let's go around and let you guys introduce yourself, tell who you are, what you do. Sure. I'm. Uh, thanks for having us again, Wes. We appreciate it. I'm uh, Cam Thomas. I'm the lead guitar player. I'm Brendan Byers. I'm the drummer. Excellent timing. Um, <laughs> uh, I'm James Cole, and I play the bass. Cool. So I know it's been a while since we talked. This is kind of our follow-up because you guys, when we last talked, you guys were just releasing singles. You were still working on the album. And um, now that album's out. Give us a... Uh, what's that? No, sorry. I didn't uh, mean <laughs> No, you're good. Um, let's talk about that album release. How did it go? You know, what what was it like getting that out there, getting your music out for everybody to hear? Well, we spent we spent a lot of like the better half or better whole, I guess, of last year working on this this album, right? And um, it was good. It was nice because we did a bit of a staggered release this this time around. We did a bit of a different approach where we released uh, singles. So starting in March, I believe we released our first single, and then um, every couple of months we released a new single. So we released um, "Run from You in My Blood," which is the self titled single, and then "Upon Yourself." And then in October, I think it was October 21st is when the um, In My Blood album became available on all platforms. And it's amazing. It's always such a joy to release something that you've put so much time and effort and passion into, right? Like all three of us and Sam and and, and our, our singer and our producer, Russ, as well. Um, all five of us, you know, obviously love what we do and we, you know, put so much effort into it. So to see it actually be released and, and to share that with people all over the world has been an absolute treat. It always is though. It always is. But this, this new album is a little bit of a departure in terms of just incorporating different styles, um, but also st staying true to our kind of unique ultimatum style, right? We've kind of merged different genres and it, and it turned out really cool. And I think that's another reason why we were so excited to share this with everybody. Very cool, man. Congratulations on that. And um, heard you guys won album of the year. Yeah, yeah, and our James, did you want to talk about that? <laughs> yeah, there's a uh, local uh, magazine. They run an annual uh, best of within the city, and um, a lot of different categories. Uh, there's a lot of a lot of different uh, things going on. We've got a a really uh, unique, uh, you know, cultural movement that's been going on in in our hometown for the you know the last couple of years, and uh, it, it's it's a great environment, and uh, everybody comes out and supports each other. And, um, yeah, so it was, it was just one of those things in the past, you know, you, you, you see the link online and maybe you, you throw your, your name in the ring and, and try to get some momentum going for yourself. And, uh, this year, just one of those things that we kind of, uh, didn't give a second thought to it just kind of passed us by. We had some other things kind of on the, on the burner on the go. And, uh, and then when the magazine came out, we had some people reaching out to us saying, you know, like, Hey, I noticed, uh, notice your name in there, uh, in, in, in the, uh, in the release and um so i thought oh i gotta check i gotta check this out and uh open it up and, and they had the the artwork there and everything in in uh, on the front page and um you know album of the year for for our, our hometown and you know there's a lot of a lot of really talented artists uh, a, lot of, a lot of good musicians a lot of good bands that have come uh through the years and uh i think this is the the first time that we've taken home album of the year so that, that was a great honor and it's, it's nice to see, uh, you know, some, some local recognition 
mixed in with all the other things that we got going on at the same time. Dude, that is awesome. Congratulations. Thank you, Wes. Thank you. <laughs> so what do you guys have coming up as far as the um, the this year? You've got tours, you've got live shows. What you got going on? Yeah, we have um, we have a bunch of things in the works. We, we're one of those bands that we don't really rest on our laurels too long <laughs> we kind of just hit the ground running and um it's nice because i think what we want to do just just kind of forecasting this year is is we want to continue to obviously represent in my blood and have conversations around that like we've been very fortunate much like us we've had great conversations with different podcasts radio stations magazines kind of all over the globe and um you know i think james mentioned you know we, we want to kind of still use that momentum and still really kind of push um push that push that album and really have that be the focus to focus in the next couple months anyways i think still mm -hmm. um and then beyond that like i mentioned um before in our conversation that we're we're in the, you know we have new music in the works we have a few different exciting ideas on the go um without giving away too much we have new music like we're, we're thinking about maybe even releasing it in the in the form of eps just because you know given the current state of how things are with TuneCore and everything. It, it just makes sense to release music on more of a regular cadence. And, and a good way to do that is either through the singles avenue or even just releasing EPs. But um, we're going to be releasing new music or working on new music currently. Um, and we're also, we have an EP, uh, an idea of covers. So we've already started work on that. Um, so we want to do just like a small grouping of covers, maybe featuring guest artists. Like James mentioned, we do have a lot of talent in the city. So we want to you know, explore that and kind of have different people be featured on some of these cover songs that they can select. And then we also have um, a couple albums that actually haven't been put on the streaming platforms. Um, one, you know, one was kind of our breakthrough album in terms of getting airplay um, in the UK. So we want to kind of explore some of those songs that aren't on those platforms and kind of re-record them and revamp them, make them a little bit more modern in terms of our current style and our, you know, obviously technical technological advances with what we're able to do in the studio. So um, yeah, yeah. Those are a few of the things that we have in terms of projects, but we do want to, um, we played a, a, a show in November at a new club in Thunder Bay called Atmos and it was just a blast, right? I think all of us had so much fun and um, it really suited the theme of kind of the dancey up-tempo feel of, of the last album. So I think we want to play more shows too. Like, I think that that's a focus that we've discussed in the background that we wanted, we want to do more of this year. Um, and then, yeah, like I said, just having more com like conversations around this, like our primary focuses are, are marketing, marketing the, you know, the name, the brand, the music, um, you know, playing live and also working on new material. Cause we, you know, we're very, very fortunate to have Thunder Sound Studio, which is our um, studio here in Thunder Bay, Ontario, Canada. And our pr producer, Russ Elder, is like the fifth member of the group. So um, we're fortunate because we can brainstorm ideas in the studio and not necessarily have to, you know, be charged for that time, right? So it really allows for creative freedom amongst us to be able to just, just have these different ideas and explore different avenues. And no matter how rough they may be, we can kind of take that away and build from that. So I think that's the primary focus. I don't know if I missed anything, Brendan or James, that you wanted to add on for that question, but. No, I think you covered it. Well, that's James? awesome. That's awesome. That is awesome. Just, um, dude, anything that you guys need from the mosh pit, we're here. We're always here to help you guys, whatever we can do. Awesome. Thank you, brother. It's hugely appreciated.
Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, so you're looking at 2023, you're looking at really pushing the brand, really pushing the marketing. And that is, you know, that's the best thing you can do, especially in where we are right now, really everything's starting to open back up after, mm. you know, 2020 was such a blah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's a good way to put it. Yeah. What a chaotic mess. Exactly. And like I said, I was excited like after the fact of 2020 when everything started to open up because I realized that tragedy and things like that bring out the best in music. So I was hopeful for the future and it's looking like I figured it would. Bands are releasing tons of music and tons of upbeat stuff. And it's just like, hey, let's get back out there. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I think, the, uh, I think everything and, and, you know, the way it happened and uh, the timing it really taught us how to adapt um, on the fly as well. You know, like we, we were able to put out music, uh, you know, during uh, the depth of the, the pandemic, so to speak. And, um, you know, you have maybe one guy go in and, and, and do what he has to do that day or that week. And then uh, another guy would go in the week later. You, you're not crossing paths as much anymore. And there's a lot of video chats like we're having now, but uh, um, you know, you gotta, you gotta be flexible in those situations. And it, we learned a lot and uh, there's, there's some good that came from it, which, which is, which is good to look back on and, and say that, you know, this, this period of time really sucked for a lot of people. Um, and look, a lot of people had it a lot worse than, than we did, but uh, at the same time we can sit back and say, you know, we were able to, uh, you know, kind of keep, keep the train on the, on the tracks and uh, uh, pick up some new skills along the way. Yeah. Just to piggyback off what James is saying too, like another reason why we were so fortunate to have the studio, right? Like, um, you know, you think of bands too, who don't have that, that luxury or that, that at their, you know, that at their disposal. And I couldn't even imagine what that, that would have been like, because to James's point, there was many times where it was just, you know, a couple of us going to the studio, right. But we would have a really, really productive, you know, session where a lot of bands, like if you didn't have the ability to get all the members in the room, no progress would happen. Right. Like, and then that's the, that's the beautiful thing I think about having the studio and, um, we, we did, we did it a little bit different where Sam, our singer would over the last course of the last two albums would send these different ideas through email because he has the ability to just record these kind of rough piano vocal demos at home. And then, you know, obviously we wanted to follow the public health, um, advice that we were receiving and we didn't want to get together when, you know, the numbers were just insane here in Ontario. So what we did is we, we just went on a bit of a hiatus in those little chunks of time, but we had these ideas that were being sent to us that we were able to kind of listen to. So when we actually got into the studio, you know, we were able to then add our components and essentially build the songs into what, what they've become. So it's interesting because the process was, it was almost like there was other obstacles that we had to work around, but we were able to, in some way, speed up the process to some degree in terms of the cadence of release, right? Like how often we were able to actually work on new ideas and release music. Cause that was the primary focus. Cause we couldn't play shows. Um, we were, you know, we had, we had a bunch of these conversations, which were amazing, right? Where we were able to connect with people all over the world, basically through necessity, because it was like, we had to shift our focus and our way of thinking. And how do we create music in this new world that we're living in temporarily, right? And then also how do we get that music heard? To the pub to the general public all over the place so 
Um, it was nice though, because a lot of the techniques that we learned in terms of recording now, obviously all of us are, have agreed that we come out, you know, there's that cohesion that we have when we're all together in the studio or the majority of us are together in the studio because we're able to kind of feed off of those ideas and, and create something pretty unique. But it was, it was still a really, really great like learning experience for us, I think. And um, I don't know if we would have pushed as hard on having conversations like this, you know, in the global marketplace, if, if we weren't forced to, right. If we weren't fo forced to rely on mediums, like, you know, Instagram, zoom, all of these different avenues that we communicate with people. So it was a, a bit of a blessing. Like if we're looking at the silver lining in the whole experience, I think those are a few of them. So. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And I feel like, you know, the pandemic as bad as it was, it also opened up a ton of opportunities for things like, okay, well maybe we should focus more on our live streams. We should focus more on, you know, getting out, talking to radio stations, podcasts, YouTube, you know, wherever, rather than focusing on, okay, we can't do live shows because they're not there, mm -hmm. yeah. but we need to get in front of people. And the best way to do it is, you know, I mean, I, as bad as I hate social media, that's kind of what it's there for. <laughs> yeah. It's a necessary evil. eh? Yes. Like that's just the reality of it. It's, you know, it, it, it can be a great, great tool if used as, as a tool. Mm -hmm. um, but there's a lot of noise involved in that too. Right. And it's, yes. it's, it's funny and I'm not like, not, you know, making fun of the situation at all, but I know even a lot of businesses, right. Like you either had to adapt or you, you folded. Right. And I think, I think, I think band, like we look at this as a business as well, right? Uh, we treat we treat it as such, and um, I feel like a lot of bands were in the same boat where if they couldn't adapt to the climate and what was going on, then you know a lot of bands either broke up or there was a lot of probably additional stress and infighting. But um, you know we're like any other band in that in that respect, all be, all because we're passionate about what we do. But you know it was either kind of like adapt or cave right so and those who were able to adapt and were fortunate enough to do that like i said have can't you know we're going to come out the other end i think a little bit stronger with a few different tools in our tool belt so oh yeah and i i do feel like it kind of set the bar it kind of separated the wannabes from the ones who are actually going to do it because a lot of the bands that were in it for the money and in it for just hey look at me i'm in a band yeah you know they kind of got hit with that they can't see me. They can't look at me because I'm not in a band now. <laughs> That's true. Very so, true. But you guys are killing it. And I am super proud of you guys because I've, I've watched y'all for a long time. And I mean, again, second interview, follow up, see what's going on now. And you guys are killing it. Thank you, Wes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's been it's been good. It's It's been really, really, you know, this last album, like I said, not to, you know, keep going back to it, but we're it's just diverse, right? Like, I mean, it's, it's something that we're, we, we always, we always want to take different creative avenues. I think when we work on a new project, we want to kind of not disregard what we just did, but mm -hmm. not focus on it enough that we can kind of separate ourselves from it and, and, you know, explore different avenues, which I think is, is so vital for artists. Cause you know, we never want to get caught. Like we, obviously we've, we've been told that by, by different people that we have a signature sound, but we, we don't want to get locked into a specific, like we want a genre bend to some degree, right? Where we want to pull from a bunch of different influences and, and see what comes out the other end, you know, and, and, and do it in a way though, that is, is so true to, to us in terms of our style and, 
you know, also to showcasing the different abilities and skills of each musician in the band, I think is also really important. Um, so yeah, this album, it's, it's cool because it marries really well too with the artwork I find, right? It's very kind of with the skull and the flowers and the A in the background. It's kind of a, you know, it's it's kind of dark up, but up tempo. So there's that juxtaposition in it, right? Where it's it's very kind of contradictory, but it's in a way that works really well, which I think is another reason why we were so passionate in terms of getting it heard all over the place and and continuing to have conversations around the album so and it's cool too because everyone seems to have their own favorite single I was uh showing a, a gentleman last week in BC and he said his favorite song was the last song on the album and I've never heard anyone say that up until this point but it's really really cool because you know everyone has a different favorite or a few favorites and um, and that's really cool for us too, because I think that that helps us in, in our ability to kind of forecast what we want to push over maybe some of the other singles and and what people are reacting to and, and how they're responding to different songs on the album. That makes sense. And when you talk about being pigeonholed into a sound, I mean, Nickelback has their own sound. They haven't yeah. changed it in 15 years. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So going back to your album, um, Again, what were the influences between, you know, where did you guys pull from for those songs for that full album? Was there a lot of, was there a lot of mix or was it a lot of kind of there? Well, we'll have different answers. Maybe James, yeah. you start Brendan and I'll go. Cause I think we'll probably all have different answers in terms of where we pulled from. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, for myself, like I know, uh, you know, not being in the same room with everybody uh, all the time, um, you start to wonder, right? Like, you know, what's what's Cam thinking? You know, what's Sam thinking? What's Brendan thinking? And and for my for my approach, you know, when I was when I was trying to come up with with how I wanted to, you know, uh, position myself with this release, um, I, I knew that uh, you know Cam and Sam especially they were going to take a couple of different genres and they were going to try to start blending some sounds and get it you know, a little bit experimental. So for myself, I kind of said, well, somebody's got to, you know, keep things pretty uh, focused here. Someone's got to make sure that at the end of the day, we still come back and, uh, you know, we're a rock band at the end of the day. So I, I took a bit of a minimalist approach. I wanted to, uh, you know, make sure that we didn't stray too far at times. And because, you know, there's, there are situations where, you know, you start going and you get these ideas and then you've got an idea and he's got an idea and I've got an idea. And all of a sudden you've just got too much going on. And uh, so right away I said, you know, like, let's, let's take a step back. I want to, I want to look at this from the big picture. And, and uh, you know, so a lot of, a lot of my influence just came from, you know, more of a, you know, a rock blues, you know, base where uh, I just wanted to make sure that, you know, I was staying true to the, to the, you know, core genre at hand, you know, being rock. And at the same time, you know, producing, a, you know, a quality of, you know, practice so to speak that uh that you know could shine through when it needed to on the album yeah and just to segue off what james was saying when it came to creating this album i actually had to dabble into listening to different genres of music to get a different feel for what we were trying to so <clears throat> let me try again trying to achieve as a group and um it, uh, it was mostly in like the dance music section. I just wanted to get the core elements down for what made that genre stand out as that genre in the percussion sense while staying true to the ultimatum sound. So 
it uh, it just it came out as a really good mix in the end. Very cool. Yeah, for me, it's yeah, it's it's interesting because I was I was listening to a lot of different genres of music, everything from like jazz to blues to like new wave, <laughs> 80s new wave, and uh, I don't know. I was I was listening to a lot of the darker like like um, post punk, I guess, like Joy Division. Um, the Smiths. I really like Johnny Mars guitar playing because it just some of the, I, I don't know what, what it's, I've just been more attracted to kind of like the darker um, intricate sounds of music lately. And, uh, and I was pulling a lot from that, but you know, like the other two mentioned, they, they hit a really good point is, you know, we don't want to get lost in that, right. We, we do want to, you know, maintain having that focus that we've always had and, and staying true to the sound, but I really wanted to push it. And Sam and I, connected early on just through text and we said you know we both we both aligned over the last couple albums in terms of like a vision right and there was a few songs on born in the afterglow one in one in particular called hold you and it had a lot of electronic influence and it stood out to me like it, it worked really well in the flow of the album but i thought why don't we take the ideas from that song and write a whole album about it right and so I, I threw that past Sam. Sam was already in the same headspace, which is scary. Um, and then we just kind of built off that and uh, created an album solely around um, electronic, up-tempo, rock. Because we've always had like ballads in our albums. Like we've always had a couple ballads and we wanted to retain some of that quality though. Like there's ballad infused sections within the songs on the album, but there's not one sole ballad, right? Like we wanted to keep it kind of in your face up tempo and it's cool because a lot of the electronic elements are actually done well they all are done on piano on a on a piano that Sam has and that would typically be the idea that would kind of spark and send my way and I would share with the guys in the studio and then we would take that you know try to be inspired by it and build off of it and create these fully flushed out you know orchestrated pieces and then that would inspire Sam then to kind of you know, how he, how intense he wants to sing or what kind of vocal approach that he wants to use over top of that music. So, um, yeah, it's interesting because like I said, for me, it was, it was, and I, and I detect hints of it, right? Like I was listening to a lot of the darker new wave, dark wave, I guess it's called music. And, um, but also listening to like really eclectic stuff like Crosby, Stills, Nash, and <laughs> like a lot of 60 stuff. Like I was just kind of lately, I've been all over the place in terms of my musical taste, but once again, I think that, you know, that, that helps us, that helps us in terms of where we want to go creatively. If we can, if we can funnel it in a very intentional way and, and all be on the same page, something really cool and exciting can happen. So, and I think that's a cool reason to why we're back in the studio working together is we get to build off of ideas and create something kind of unique and special. So. Very cool. Very cool. Now you're working on the, the next album. Are you guys, is there a timeline? Is there a, any definite date? No. No. <laughs> no. no. Short okay. answer is no. It's, uh, you know, I think well, we're sitting on just on just under three months now since, uh, since uh, you know, the album came out and yeah. uh, took a few weeks, did some promoting, you know, you know Cam, uh, you know, Brendan, they've been killing it with the interviews. Uh, so we've got a lot of a lot of different commitments that we've been trying to 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 meet and just spread the word about that and then uh, you know have a little downtime around the holidays and uh, so this this is really just you know the, the beginning stages um, 
I don't even think we've all gotten in the same room to uh, to really sit down and and you know go through with a fine tooth comb and figure out what what direction we're headed in. But it's we've got we've got some ideas swirling, and uh, it's it's always a fun fun time, especially uh, for myself. I, I love the you know the creation process at the beginning. You know, it seems like at the end it's exciting because you want to get this thing out there, but it's almost, you're almost mad at it. You're pissed off. It's like, Oh, I've, I've spent a year on this thing and it's still sitting here in my laptop and, and, and you, you just finished with it. But at the beginning, it's, it's something new. It's, it could, it could be anything, right. It's a blank mm -hmm. canvas. And uh, um, so, you know, we're going to have to, you know, come up with, uh, you know, a few decisions in the near future. And, and then once that's out of the way, we can, we can really start uh, putting some puzzle pieces in place. Very cool, man. We're definitely looking forward to it and uh, wishing you guys the best of luck on it because I know it's going to sound awesome anyway. So, <laughs> thank uh, you. So, are y'all shooting for a full album, 10 songs? Give no. or take. Um, I think what we were thinking about doing, and this is like, like it's a different approach, but I think it's going to be exciting, like to James's point about, you know, having it be really exciting at the beginning stages is mm -hmm. it's like, we're, we're, we're exploring covers because we haven't really gone that avenue before. Like we've done it before, like primarily we've done like an ACDC cover live or <laughs> like yeah. we'll do different covers. James, Brendan and I have actually, I don't know if Wes, you might not be familiar because they're primarily a Canadian band, but uh, the tragically hip we've uh, we've dabbled in a bit of that and they're a big band in Canada and with Gord's passing all the proceeds of those shows go to his uh, his charity um, which is which is phenomenal so it makes us feel like we're we're letting the music live on through us but we're also giving to a great cause that's relevant to to the tragically hip um, but we, we haven't really released like we 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 have come to James's point again we have covers of songs that we have in our, in our laptops <laughs> that haven't really seen the light of day. So what well, James had a really good idea in terms of bringing in guest vocalists or guest musicians um, to come in and um, bring up a song that they want to do. Right. And we were thinking about just doing it in kind of like a, maybe even a four track EP or something. Um, and then for nostalgia, pure nostalgia. And just because we've, we've, you know, on the first two albums, there's some really strong songs on there that, we haven't uploaded on on TuneCore, so we we saw it as a good a good opportunity for us to actually revisit those songs, you know, do them even more justice, and and kind of push them as um, singles, but also put them on a body of work of just kind of redos of of works off the first two albums, being We Are and Levels that aren't released. Like Levels, I think, is on our website, but um, and then in terms of the EP that's going to contain kind of newer music. Um, we're, we're kind of focused around, uh, different, different themes. I won't give away too much because it's still not fully baked yet, but, um, we have a, a few different ideas that we wanted to kind of explore in that Avenue. And we've begun work on that. We, we actually have a single that we've, uh, you know, Brendan and I were actually in the studio last night developing it. So I'm going to be sending it to the guys in email form shortly. And, um, yeah, yeah. It's, it's exciting when we're in the beginning stages because anything goes like we try not to stifle each other's ideas. You know, like if Brendan comes to the studio and he says, hey, guys, you know, I have this drum idea I want to explore. It's like we don't we don't just you know, we're, we're not we're open minded enough still and willing enough to try anything. Right. Especially at the beginning, which is exciting because it can literally take you in any creative direction. So, um, yeah. So so long, long answer to your question. But I think we're thinking about three bodies of work that are smaller bodies mm -hmm. that will release singles off of and then it'll allow us to also release bodies of work on kind of more of a, a regular cadence but 
I don't think that's going to happen anytime soon. It will be in the new year, but it won't be like immediate because we do want to still push in my blood. I think, uh, I think it's worth noting too, just to add, and I'm again, not giving anything away, but uh, looking at the 10 year anniversary coming up of our first album. So we may have to, may have to do something special there. We'll have to see. Ooh, that'd be cool. Hey, look, I'm just going to throw my idea out here. And if you guys take it, that's great. But I'm a huge fan of acoustic, like redos, you know, that whole, that'd be, that would be phenomenal. Yeah, that's, I love that too. Um, We've done that in the past too, where we've taken, we did a deluxe version, eh guys, like about the, uh, the A Monument to Time album. It's actually, uh, it's, it's available on all platforms, but we did a, uh, the one that comes to mind right out, right out of the gate is we've done a song called When the Smoke is Cleared on that album and we did it in, in electric form, right? And then and then on the extended version, the deluxe version, we put an acoustic version of that song and completely redid it, like stylistically, but but staying integral to the, the bones of the original song. And it was really, really cool. I don't know which version I like more. Like I might, like to your point, Wes, I might actually like the acoustic version slightly more just because it's, you know, very, it, it's just cool. It's cool when artists, other artists do that. So yeah, I definitely, um, definitely wouldn't be opposed to kind of looking at what that could look like. Very cool. Well, guys, um, thank y'all so much for hanging out. This was fun. Really good to catch up with you guys. See what's going on. Always uh, a pleasure, Wes. Yeah. Thank you for having us back. Yeah, absolutely. And of course we will do this again. Awesome. Looking forward uh, to it. Before I let y'all run away, uh, you want to plug your socials, tell everybody where they can find you? Bobby Beats. Tell them where they can find us. Uh, you can find uh, us on Instagram at Ultimatum, or you can find me, myself, bbuyersb24 also on Instagram, which are, yeah, both are on Instagram. <laughs> That's what I'm trying to say. Yeah, and we have, uh, Instagram is is the the driver. Like, that's typically the one that we monitor daily for, for messages and, and DMs, so that's usually the best way to get a hold of us and we love hearing any kind of feedback from anybody um we also have a website that's linked directly to our instagram facebook twitter james is doing the twitter thing so um but yeah we're pretty much anywhere you can you know anywhere you can find music or any any form of social media but in terms of how quickly we get respond back instagram is probably the best avenue to to reach out and you know tell us what you think of the the new album or um, always, always loving having new conversations with people through, through that, that medium. So. Very cool, man. Very cool. Again, thank you guys. And, um, <laughs> Hey, before you go, would you guys want to do a, Hey, this is ultimatum. You're listening to the mosh pit kind of bumper things to kick this show off. Sure. Sounds good. Okay. So we'll, what we'll do is we'll go around. I'll say, I'm Cam, I'm James, I'm Brendan, and then I'll say we're, you're listening to the, um, the Mosh Pit podcast. Yeah. Does that, does that work, Wes? <laughs> yeah, that works. Um, maybe in, or maybe start it with like a, hey, this is Ultimatum, and I'm, and then go through it. Sure. Yeah, not to be picky or anything, but. You know. no, all good. <laughs> I'll go James, Brendan, and then sum it up. Okay. Hi, this is Cam Thomas from Ultimatum. I'm James Cole. I'm Brendan. And you're listening to the Mosh Pit Podcast. Very cool, man. Thank you guys so much. Thank you, and, brother. Um, this one will be up. I think you guys saw the the uh, post I shared where it showed the timeline for this one, right? Yep. And I shared it as well, Wes. So 
perfect. And I'll tag you guys when it drops and, you know, normal, normal thing. Beautiful. Thank you again for your time. We really appreciate it. Hey, anytime, man. Uh, we'll stay connected on the back end too, Wes. Like we'll, we'll stay connected through Instagram and if there's anything you need to from us. Like that works both ways as well. Right. So dude, I appreciate that. Out. Yeah. Our pleasure. We're big, we're big fans and supporters of what you're doing. So. Very cool. Very cool. And I appreciate that so much. Um, now you guys, y'all are, where are you guys all at? Uh, Ontario. Yeah. Okay. So y'all are all, okay. Um, yeah, it's eight hours to the next nearest Walmart. Any direction. Oh. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> out there, out there. Well, that was going to scrap my next idea, but um, we're starting to do acoustic jam session, singer songwriter things here at the studio. So if you guys are ever in Atlanta, which I hope you will be for a show. <laughs> never say never. I uh, might come out and check it out. So. <laughs> I don't know if all of us will be there, but yeah. Hey, we'd love to have any of you guys that wanted to stop in. So Beautiful. Yeah, no, that's awesome. Yeah, we're, we're uh, Northwestern Ontario. So like James mentioned, we're eight hours. Actually, we're not far from, from the, the American border, though. We're about a 45-minute drive to get to the States, but you know, um, in terms of, yeah, we're, we are isolated. We're 110 to 120,000. So we're not, we're like a medium sized city, but we're, we are isolated in terms of geography. <laughs> like we get, yeah. So we have to, we have to drive or, you know, eight hours either way to hit another, you know, notable city or you'll have to take a, take an airplane. Right. So. Oh, joy. Oh, joy. Well, yeah. well, you know, like I said, if you guys are in Atlanta, love to have you but um i hope you guys have a great rest of your day and again i appreciate y'all sitting in on this awesome wes thank you again thanks buddy thanks a lot. okay you know, have... we'll talk soon later buddy bye okay. bye, -bye. bye.